0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the Northland Sports Page. Brian Prudhomme, Dave Cook, we are back home here in the studios at the Holiday Center. Shout out again to the Minnesota Vikings, everybody at TCO, everybody at Visit Egan. What an experience we had last week. It's good to be home, but I'll tell you what, that experience I'm not going to forget it
1: anytime soon. Good morning, Dave Cook. Good morning. Sir, like I said uh way back, I said, you know, this has never been on my bucket list. Uh, it's not it's not something that fires me up. But you know what? After being there, I can understand why people go. Looking back now, it would be a great spot to bring the family, even if you're just kind of football fans, because it's so much stuff to do.
0: And it's a good place to convert football fans. You were talking about Sadie Keller, who I'll see tonight at the Minnesota Twins game. Former Duluth Huskies intern who has gone on to successes with the Minnesota Gophers, with the Minnesota Twins. We got to hang out with her. She was a longtime Packer fan. We met her. I'm not sure if last Saturday is the reason why, but it certainly helped. And she said those days may be no longer.
1: Yeah, she came in dressed in purple and you and yeah. I were both like, so is this a game? But not
0: just wearing the color. It was a Viking shirt.
1: Yep. Yep. Is this a game? Are you playing us? And she said, Nope, nope. She's on the way to on the way to moving. She's not sure what a football team without a quarterback looks like, but hey, it's she's a kid, right? She's only seen two quarterbacks.
0: She is only twenty one, but she is quite the success story. But she again, is. last Saturday Was a success story for us. Thank you so much to Paul Allen. Thank you to Tatum Everett. Thank you to Vancey Glenn. Thank you to Nick Stoltman. You talked about pushing the ones and twos. That's back to being my responsibility today. And I want to make sure that we get that right. But Nick did a tremendous job for us. It was very nice to be treated so well by the Vikings. But it's super nice when you're doing a show in a new spot. Kind of with a new feeling to it. Not to have to worry about anything but show content. Nick made our life pretty smooth.
1: Yeah, there were a couple times, Brian, that we said, yeah, we'd be off the air. Because right. Nick was scrambling around, right. finding different cords, plugging in different things in the wall, and you and I had just been like, hey, well, it's not working. We would
0: have said, well, this was fun. Or yep. we, would have, we just would have killed time by mentioning our sponsors again because we can't do that too often. Got to give them love nice and early this morning as Absolutely.
1: well. Absolutely. Arola Architecture Studio. Brian, I understand you and Mr. Arola are going to have some fun later today. We
0: are. We'll talk about that during our final Oops. segment.
1: Brewing. OAR Holdings. Cross Heating and Cooling. Your carrier carrier in northeastern Minnesota. Your carrier HVAC authorized dealer. Advantage Emblem and Screen Printing, Sammy's Pizza, The Blackwoods Group at London Road. Their locations in Proctor and Two Harbors, Blackwater, Tavern on the Hill. You know, it was our anniversary yesterday. It was. Right? Happy anniversary again, by the way. And Dana joined the Blackwoods, you know, customer appreciation group yes. there. Yes, My and, wife is in it too. And uh, our anniversary, Tavern on the Hill sent us a gift. Because, hey, you get some free stuff. Absolutely. How cool was that? So it's something that, you know, can say, if you like Blackwoods, you need to join that thing. Avenue 45, Mount Royal Bottle Shop, Stewart Spike, Sports and Trophies, Pier B Resort, and Kohler Toyota and Kohler Hyundai.
0: And again, we're so grateful for all of our sponsors, including one more, Comfort Systems. They ask you to sign up for a service appointment online. Simply mention you heard it right here on the Northland Sports page. When you do that, you'll receive $20 off that appointment. And again, the place to do it online is simple. It's ComfortSystemsDuluth.com. also want to tag on to a couple things that Dave mentioned with the previous sponsors Mont Royal bottle shop today is Saturday. They work in conjunction with hoops brewing on Saturdays. Thanks to us. 10% off all hoops products at Mont Royal bottle shop today and all day Saturday. Again, courtesy of us right here at the Northland sports page. And then on Wednesdays, we've had some fun with this. Mont Royal does wine Wednesdays, 10% off all of their wine selections. I hope that it turns into winning Wednesdays come football season or come October with the twins as well. But Wednesdays at Monroe Bottle Shop, good place to get some wine, not to do some sports whining.
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, we have, uh, when you have the opportunity to have a day like today where it's supposed to be 80 on uh, 7, almost 90 degrees, right. and you can sit outside. Can't or, wait
0: to go to the cities later. Or,
1: right. Or, well, when we go to Arizona next week at 107 every day. Um, the When you get a chance to sit in a deck or down by the lake, whatever, and you can go uh, to the bottle shop first and you can grab, like I said, a little bit of wine, maybe a Picnic basket, and just hang out. Um, you know, with your sounds friends like and somebody who just
0: had an anniversary when he's it, talking about wine and picnic it,
1: baskets it and down by the lake. But what better day to go by? You know, at Mount Royal, absolutely. Or if you
0: prefer an indoor setting on Wednesdays, our friends at Blackwater also make it particularly great for healthcare professionals. Each and every Wednesday, Healthcare Professionals Day at Blackwater. With your valid work badge, you will get twenty percent off food and drink at the lounge on the patio both of those locations. And you can also enjoy live music courtesy of Paul Metz. So Blackwater is already one of my favorite places to go. If you work in healthcare and I used to in the recruiting side of things, Wednesdays, that's a good spot.
1: Uh, yeah. And again, we've, I mean, so I've been dropping Aaron off at work this week, right? And he works at Essentia and all the people that are scrambling around there in the morning and then at the evening as well. Um, They're working like nonstop. You know, we were talking about Ant, or later we're going to talk about him. And um, it's what it looks like. You know, it's like a big anthill with people running all over the place. The amount of effort, time, energy, and passion that healthcare workers put into their job, you know, the fact that they can go someplace and just take a breath on Wednesdays and get a little bit of a discount. I mean, Blackwoods does it right. I was going to say, that's
0: the Blackwoods family, Blackwater being the location for Wednesdays. Glad you mentioned Aaron because he's kind of our sponsorship frequenter, if you will. Not that we don't do it ourselves, but you talked about he's got to do a car purchase. He's been in touch with Kohler. He's a hoops regular. He is in healthcare. Are we going to make him into a Blackwater regular too? At least on Wednesday.
1: I think that he may have already attended that. So the question, and he and he has comfort systems, you know. And uh, boy, I should take a look look at this. Uh, Let's see. He goes to Mount Royal. That's his favorite bottle shop, right? Doesn't do Sammys because I can't do it with the gluten free. Right. But Brian, I was there a couple weeks ago in Mark Williams downtown uh, at Sammys and made. He said, "Hey, I'll get you a gluten free pizza. I'll do the very best I can." And uh, because you know there's flour and whatever, um, I, I it was great. I got finally a little bit of Sammy's taste back for the first time in a decade, and uh, it was. Fantastic. I was going to say, was
0: that withdrawal satisfied? Because I've said this before and I'll say it again. I have a two mile walking loop in Lakeside that I do and part of my loop goes right by Sammy's on 47th there or whatever avenue it's on. I think it's 47th. Yep. And you know how Jimmy John's, they advertise free smells. Well, i tell you what, Sammy's should too because you go by and you get a whiff and you're like, gosh, I missed that because I'm in a similar boat to you, although Sammy's does do, you know, great Blanco pizza, white. I have a tomato allergy, so my Sammy's, you know, frequent visits are down, but you take a whiff and it's like, darn, I got to get there fast.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Well, I told you, like, six months ago, Mark Williams, you know, at a hockey game challenged me to come down and that he would make sure that I got something. I wouldn't be ill. And you know me, I just like, uh uh-huh. Well, you know, I'm not going to put myself in that situation. I'm not going to put you in that situation. And then he pulled it off. So hat tip to Sammy's downtown uh, and the group there, because one of the most sensitive celiac people I know just ate there and didn't die.
0: Absolutely. So that's always a good thing. It beats the alternative, but our sponsors, They roll out the red carpet for us whenever they can. And each of our sponsors, I'm not sure if they necessarily have slogans, if you will. But almost every business that has to advertise has some sort of catchphrase or slogan or tagline. And there are some that are more memorable than others, even if they've gone by the boards. You know, McDonald's, I think now, is I'm loving it. But I still remember back in the day, it was you deserve a break today. Uh, Burger King is have it your way. But I tell you what, these days, all I think of with Burger King are those loud commercials of Whopper, Whopper, Whopper. And to that end, maybe they took off on this. One of my favorite slogans, because it just is so catchy, is simply, and I'm not going to sing it because I'll spare everybody, but liberty, liberty, liberty,
1: liberty, liberty. Liberty. Um, That one's good. Uh, Chevy, the heartbeat of America. Yep. Um, You know, like a rock. Yep. Well, that's actually that's a great one because that's the sort of stuff we're talking about. You know, when you think about an, an article, newspaper article, magazine article, online article, there's always a headline, and then there's a little sub-headline that gives you a little bit more. Well, that's what we're talking about, taglines for our teams that give us just a little bit more.
0: Absolutely, because we were in conversations throughout last weekend, whether it was en route to Egan, well at Egan during the show, well at Egan during camp, or on the way home. And again, everybody talks about how much show prep do you guys do? And I say, well, technically almost none. But if you really think about it, it's constant because it's just the conversations that we have. And the subject that actually got us on this was we were talking about the different phases of the season that the Twins have been in because baseball's a long season. A good one goes six months or so. Well, they're getting close to crunch time now. And we were talking about early on, well, Byron Buxton isn't going to play center field until at least May. Well, now he may not play it until the All-Star break. Well, now is he going to play it at all? Is he going to start to play it in September Is he just going to play in the playoffs? There's been a different tagline of when Byron Buxton becomes an outfielder. And we could talk about that. We'll do that a little bit later. We'll dedicate a first segment of hour number two specifically to the Twins today. But it got us thinking, you know, that's kind of been their tagline all year. And then the light bulb went on. Well, wait a minute. We could do taglines for each of our professional teams, maybe throw in some college sprinkling as well. And it's interesting because you could do it from a historical angle or you can do it from a present-day version of this team. And it sounds like we did a little bit of both. So, I'm going to let you drive the car because you did it so well down and back to Egan. What sport, which team would you like to start with?
1: Well, I think the one that provides the most options, some of them funny, some of them a little more serious, is the Wild because they are in the mix of all this. So, if you're trying to sell the Minnesota Wild to somebody, your tagline for me, I mean, and granted, you wouldn't do this in marketing, would be not quite yet um, because we're waiting. For the money to go away, Parisian and Suter's money right, to go away, right? Uh And so, not quite yet. is kind of how this season is being set up for us, right? We got we got good kids that are coming. You know, Rossi. Maybe. You know, we've got the Russian. That's the other one. I got KHL West. Um, nice, because all these Russian kids are coming. I was going to
0: say, "From Russia with love" would have been my tagline, also but there would have been
1: legalities there. But yes. also good. Back in the USSR, right? No, you can't do that. That's right. that's days gone by. Um, but if you think about what the wild are selling us is that this team should be pretty good. Just wait until we can sign free agents. So that's how I took it. I took it as not yet.
0: So kind of a hurry up and wait tagline, because I think the fans in this state, maybe not the two of us, but in this state are most passionate, obviously about that sport. So they would love the wild to be championship, either accomplishing or championship contending. Mm -hmm. And so it's hurry up and wait because We want them to do so well, but we know that there's a waiting game involved. I thought of a couple to that end. Mine are a little more snarky than it is they would actually use this, but one of mine was we love you because we have to, because I've talked so much about the Minnesota Wild. You know, the Vikings are maligned to all get out. The Minnesota Twins are maligned to all get out with the playoff consecutive game losing streak. The Timberwolves... The fact that they're maligned is a plus because they used to be completely they disregarded. Yep. But the wild is just, oh, but we have professional hockey and we didn't have it for a few years. Why that rule doesn't apply to the Wolves? Because they weren't around until I was 10. I don't know. But, you know, hockey is a little bit more revered than basketball. And I realize a little is facetious. Right. But so I went with we love you because we have to, because unconditional love has been such a big part of it. But I also went with this <laughs> and I hope you like it. A little bit of political spectrum humor as well. I went with the Minnesota Wild. How does a team so middling always need a center?
1: Oh, very nice.
0: Because I thought in today's political world, there's either so far to the left or so far to the right. And the same with sports. There are very bad teams and very good teams. The Minnesota Wild are entrenched in the center, yet they can't find a good one to save
1: their life. Yeah, Minnesota Timberwolves, presidential race 2024, nothing in the middle. Um, you were. Do you remember Mary Tyler Moore or or Sally Fields? And there's a great documentary of Mary Tyler Moore out right now too. (laughs) When when she was on on uh, the Emmys and she said,
0: "They like me. They They really 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 like me." That could also be. I think the Minnesota Wild were born with that tagline. Right. Exactly. All right. So we've tackled hockey. Kudos to the hockey audience that say we don't cover it enough. We let off with it today. What's next?
1: I actually think my favorite one is with the Wolves. All right, so but there has to be some stuff first before we can do this because you got to make up with Garnett, right? So the Timberwolves, the picture of a Garnett and Ant and it just says we come in. Like that would be that's actually like usable, right? Yeah. The Minnesota Timberwolves. We come in cuz all the fans would get it. I think that kids would think it was cool, but you got to make up with KG to do it.
0: All right, so I went a little on the dirty side with one. Because my first one I thought of was size does matter because they're the team that is incorporating basically yeah. two seven footers and saying, I don't care that it's twenty twenty-three and not nineteen ninety-three. Darn it, this is gonna work. But then the other side of it is their their big offseason news has been, you know, Jaden has grown considerably and he's pushing, you know, six foot ten now all of a sudden. And what kind of player impact is that gonna make on what he's able to do Well, a big team just got bigger? And then the other thing again, mine were full of snark, even though I love Minnesota teams. I said, we've ascended to mediocrity because that's what the Minnesota Timberwolves (laughs) have done. I mean, they are without a doubt going to be in the playoff picture, whether that's due to the play-in tournament or the fact that they are better, you can decide. But they are no longer you know, destined to go 20 and 62 or worse. They are very much right around a 500 team, not unlike the Minnesota Wild. Just again, the two sports in this state are viewed very differently.
1: Well, the one thing you saw the new uniform, right? Um, the one thing I had, Minnesota Timberwolves jump in the lake because the uniform is the lake. Right, you are jumping into the uniform. Right, You're I like that. In. That's not too bad. I didn't think that was too bad either. So let's uh, move along. You only had that one for the wolves. Well, but On I had the I, Garnett phrase. I actually think we come in works like okay. that's a legit tagline for this year's Timberwolves team. All
0: right, there is too many jokes there. Go
1: ahead. The um the the other thing. I did have written down the initial one way back was the only team Denver fears. There you go. So, Although that may
0: not be entirely true. It would be one of those, we consider Denver our rival. Do they know we exist?
1: <laughs> well, that might be true in sport. Exactly. Across the board. So I was thinking uh, the Twins is, for me, the Twins is the hardest one, right? Because there's so many moving moving pieces. See, and for me, I think it was difficult because how much time do you have?
0: Because I follow this team so intensely that i probably had too many so it was what do i settle on but i'll let you start
1: yeah because my first one was the only the only uber involved our next playoff game is going to be uh how do we get to the ballpark not game two that's that's nice and catchy that's that's like a paragraph right no that's it's too long but that's what that was the first thought how do i how do i work the uber driver into this because um they're going they're going to go back to the playoffs And uh, the last time they went with some decent pitchers, everybody got hurt, and they had to run the Uber driver out there in in game two in New York, and he just got throttled.
0: All right, so my first one was more historical, and it was simple math. My tagline for the Twins was going to be two is more than zero because when it Ah, comes to championships won by men's teams in this state, not called the Minneapolis Lakers, the Minnesota Twins have two. Now, mind you, the most recent one was 32 seasons ago, and I get that. And the other one was 36. They won twice in five years, and I thought this is going to be a regular thing. Uh, about that regularity, not so much. But they still have them. Yet sometimes I think, other than the Vikings, the Twins are easily next in the criticism department, whether it's the cheap bleep poll ads, whether it's this team doesn't want to win, whether it's, you know, what are we doing as a medical staff? Because everybody that comes up through the ranks gets hurt. Why do we sign everybody that's been hurt already? Because it's the only way we can afford them, that sort of thing. But then you look at the bottom line and, you know, there's been plenty of playoff appearances, be it fruitless playoff appearances, but they're there. And then you look at the championship trophy and everybody else's is empty and the Twins have two. So if they wanted to stick up for themselves, I would have said two is more than zero. Currently, I went with the snark again and I kind of worked two teams into it. I said the Minnesota Twins offense, we miss more often than Viking kickers
1: because the amount that this team strikes out is, is beyond alarming at this point. (laughs) Minnesota twins pitching staff will be really good with Malachi behind the plate. Um, The, um, the one that uh, I was thinking about uh, for, for the twins um, is the idea it's one way or another because they seem to win seven, eight or two to one. um, And then If you play so again, this will have to be on TV, right? This one can't be just straight words. So the Minnesota Twins, and then in the background you start hearing the mash theme. And then Radar O'Reilly comes. We got you covered. There you go. So yes, the the twins right now, it's all about injuries, right? But long term it's all about mediocrity. Right. And so I I, but you did take the steeler wheel stuck in the middle. Uh, for the other team, the for the Wilds. But so. it related
0: to the center position as well. That's what helped me. Yep, yep. The other thing for the Twins is I, I wanted to go with prep sports because obviously fall practices started this week, and we'll hear from Duluth Denver football coach Eric Lofa a little bit later. And, you know, JV sports is fun. It's something that we're part of, and we watch the kids come up through the ranks. But, you know, JV isn't the big-ticket event. It isn't the main event of the evening. And, you know, their state tournaments – are usually played in the summer. There aren't, you know, JV State tournaments as the season goes. But for the Twins, I was going to say JV title holders because they're going to win the American yeah. League Central. It's just a matter of what is that?
1: The Twins, best of the worst. Yes. Um, it's the common man, best of
0: lousiest and the lousiest of the best.
1: You know, you, you just brought up Denfeld football. You know, it'd be really interesting. You know how the, like, Rock Ridge has embrace the Iron Mine uh, part of what they do? It'd be really interesting to see Denfeld uh, embrace their, their history of – you know, tough guy work, um, folks. So, well, and it's interesting because of sledgehammers and whatever,
0: I haven't seen it yet this year, but local football coaches are usually the best at you know, coming up with these taglines, yeah. catchphrases, hashtags these days, you know, Mike Heffernan with live the standard is always on there. Um, Duluth Denfeld, Eric Lofald this had, you know, no excuses, Hunter pride. He's had, you know, different things all the time. Cloquet has swing the ax for obvious reasons. So high school football, I feel like that's where a lot of this stemmed from.
1: Yeah, nope, that, that's a hundred percent right. So, the it Vikings. goes
0: nicely into football for the Vikings. It yes. does.
1: It leads right into the Vikings, and and that's you know the the one that came to mind right away is who are we? So on the on the front of the magazine, did you end it with? Ooh, 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 ooh. Well, you could, um, but it's Brian Flores on one side and O'Connell on the other, and it just says Minnesota Vikings twenty twenty three. Who are we? With the question mark. But not meaning like we don't have any idea, but we'll keep you guessing. So, my first
0: one was just a kind of a fun takeoff. I said the Minnesota Vikings brought to you by the initials game because I talked to Tatum Everett last weekend so much about playing the initials game. But think about the Vikings and think about their marquee standout figures. You've got KOC, you've got JJ, you've got CJ, you've got KJ, you've got TJ. You've got PA. Yep. H- how many initials do you need yeah, for the telltale people in this franchise? Actually, I kind of like that. I mean, the fact that Ziggy doesn't go by ZW is almost disappointing. Uh,
1: and we don't know that for
0: sure. Right. I don't know him well enough. He's not but, one of the people we got uh, to meet last week. They,
1: they have Kwesi set up for one too, right? Isn't yeah. KEM or something on that order.
0: Kwesi Adolfo Mensa would
1: be Cam. Cam K-A-M. Yep.
0: Yes. Yep. So the initials game fit. And then from a historical standpoint, I went with the Minnesota Vikings so bad they're good. Because if you think about Minnesota Vikings lore, and we talked about this last week because we used the word memorable in our opening topic, memorable moments offensively and defensively for the Vikings, and memorable doesn't mean positive. And we came up with, oh, that was a heartbreaker, that was a heartbreaker, that was a heartbreaker. There's a litany of them. So much that it's become the dominant thought behind the Minnesota Vikings. You know, zero Super Bowls. I, I saw a meme on social media this week that listed the number of rings by franchise and it had, you know, the ones that have won a ton the pittsburghs the new englands even green bay san francisco dallas on down and all these rings in tiers till you got down to zero and then they had dakota rings for the ones that had yep. never won anything right. and, and the vikings are lumped with some traditionally bad franchises having that goose egg in the super bowl championship column if you will but then you look at some of these other stats of best winning percentage since you know 1970 or even going back to the vikings start of 61 yep. most division titles most playoff appearances winning percentage, best home record right winning percentages and the vikings are at or near the top in almost all of those except for that one elusive game so the overwhelming thought is this team is going to disappoint me which i get it we don't know anything else but because of that to say this franchise is bad is incorrect
1: well you know i listened to uh Phil Mackey's podcast as much as I can. And their tagline's the right tagline, right? Just win one before I die. Right. And there's Um, a t-shirt that says as much. Yep. Uh, And and there's a beer. uh, They make that as well for those guys.
0: And I have a Twins t-shirt that is baby blue, just like the Twin shirt I have on today. And where the normal Twins logo, you know what that looks like with the word win underlined, it says optimistic. And then it says since 1991 underneath it to (laughs) categorize the delay in championships. Yep. Well, the Vikings have one similar. I think it's... Minnesota made or something that does these types of shirts. The Vikings have a purple one and where the Viking logo should be spelling out Vikings like it does in the end zone. It just says disappointed. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's, that's kind of, well, maybe there's your tagline for right. the Vikings and the mothership the at K fan
0: has had, you know, the number of seasons that they haven't it and counting and they updated each
1: year. Just thinking about um, their construction though, over the time, uh, a couple good ones. One was uh, the Vikings, no more Clemson defenders. Right, because the only one that's ever really worked out is Ed McDaniel. Everybody else has been a colossal mess. And
0: speaking of colleges, you went after Tatum Everett's heart again.
1: Yep, because the other one said LSU North. Right, considering the amount of players that are on, you know, the what is it? Penn State's linebacker. You Miami is something else. You well, the Vikings might be go Tigers. Right, go Tigers. Right. So, um, the the Vikes are real interesting. It would have been different, I think, if Kirk hadn't had his. Uh, Moment in the Sun on Netflix, where everybody kind of changes the uh, change their tune on him a little bit. I think you could have had pictures of Ralph Camden. Well, that was
0: another one of mine that the Vikings were just going to put it's Kirk's fault because if you go yeah. by Vikings Twitter, the Vikings don't believe that at all. But if you go by the fan base and Vikings Twitter, the defense can get absolutely torched. Greg Joseph could miss a chippy, and and gosh darn it, Kirk would be the uh, tagline of the game.
1: Yeah, and now that's so different. I wonder if it's going to be the exact opposite. Now that Kirk's got this persona of good guy, I wonder if there's going to be a time where Kirk goes 6-for-21 with two picks and and it's going to be like, why didn't the defense stop him on 3rd and 10?
0: I think Kirk Cousins and Joe Maurer are forever going to be aligned, no matter the positivity that actually surrounds the person. And Joe Maurer, in the positive light, has made a comeback with the you know number retirement recently and then the Hall of Fame induction for the Twins a couple weekends ago. And now you're going to look at Joe Maurer soon, probably getting the call to Cooperstown. We're going to embrace, particularly because he's one of us, but at the same time, there's still going to be some that are so hardened against him that they're not going to change.
1: You, you've, Except they're on different trajectories. Joe was on a pedestal and then crashed where Kirk came in and everybody was you know, right. on him, and now people are starting to lighten up on the human being. So. And
0: I'm really glad you said that because I've been asked on a number of occasions, why are you so pro-Kirk and you've been so known to be anti-Joe? And I said, well, actually, if you listen closely, I'm not really either one of those. I may come across as both, but I'm not either one of those. But the thing is, there was a time when Joe Maurer's contract got re-upped and he signed the colossal deal, and I was thrilled. I have social media posts to prove it. But again, everything went on the decline after that injuries may have been the responsibility, how transparent he was with some of those injuries. I don't know, but it got annoying and the fans treating him like there was no decline got annoying. I will say this and we have the first show in the history of this show to prove it. When Kirk Cousins was rumored to be coming here, my first response was one word and that word was ish and really the word should have been why and I didn't have much good to say about Kirk Cousins. So for me, he came in with this line of mediocrity as just who he is, and people don't want to believe this, that aren't willing to change that narrative. But he's been much better than mediocre. So I look at it and go, "Oh, they actually got a pretty good quarterback out of this." But like Vincey e. Glenn has told us, they sacrificed the identity of the team for him, and the defense has been laughable.
1: I see. And in, in my take is that last year's the first year they won because of him. Right. Every other year they won in spite of him, um, or because he. He never did anything wrong, but he never took the he never took the win out of the jaws of defeat, right? Until last year, and I call that the clutch gene. And he's he just hasn't. And and I wonder, and, and I've talked to you about this. I wonder if the clutch gene now is in my. I need to start calculating it as the relationship with the coach.
0: It one hundred percent. I think it is because the other part of I think what you're saying to me is when Kirk wasn't doing enough right for this team to win. I still think Mike Zimmer was telling him the way we're going to win is ground and pound and we've got a great defense. Well, ground and pound isn't a thing anymore. And Mike Zimmer's belief that they had a great defense didn't translate to what was actually out on the field for Zim's final two years.
1: Yeah, no, but I think you're right. I think he ran uh, the confidence of Kirk Cousins into the ground and the new coach said, listen, you're an NFL quarterback, let's figure it out. And we saw such an improvement last year. Uh, Won't it be something if that continues to grow?
0: Well, I think the last tagline we could use with the Vikings then is can we find any balance because Mike Zimmer was too naive to think that offense could win and <laughs> you know defense wins championships had been around forever. Well, KOC comes in and says we're going to win 45 to 42 every night and and it worked a lot during the regular season, but that defense was laughable. Can we get KOC to go You know what, Brian Flores is going to need you to do more because we are going to need to stop somebody at some point.
1: The Minnesota Vikings as the pendulum swings. <laughs> Absolutely, as the
0: world turns. <laughs> so I, I know you have a couple fun ones. We are up against it for Dave Hoops. It's 1030 already, but I know you threw the Gophers in and I like to at least play your game and pretend the Gophers matter. So go ahead.
1: So Minnesota Gopher football. Yeah. We can't pronounce his name either for the, for the, uh, for for Ethan Kelly, I think it is. You think I struggle with names. I'm never trying. We're
0: going to have to ask my niece because she knows him well and I'm pretty sure it's Ethan and I think Kelly McManus is correct, but it's a good segue for me because my tagline for the Gophers would be if not for my nieces, I wouldn't care.
1: That's not true. You are a gopher football fan.
0: I am. I'm at every single division one sport that the gophers have that Minnesota Duluth does not. I'm a fan of the gophers without question, but my intensity towards actually, you know, how well do I sleep based on the results of their games has increased because my niece is attending.
1: True. Speaking of, Grant Patonie might not might be sitting with you now. His son just committed to Saint Thomas. Wow! There yeah. we go. go that other immortality tagline
0: for Saint Thomas. That other D one school in the in metro. The cities, yeah. We are the Northland Sports Page. We don't have a tagline. You can recommend one for us. Tweet at us or text us. We'll take all your thoughts into consideration. Up next, Dave Hoops is back in the mix. We have his thoughts into consideration. Stick around. We'll be right back little since you've been gone from the outfield welcome back to the northland sports page brian prudhomme dave cook heard pa there in that promo good reminder the vikings preseason game number two and the home opener in the preseason census tonight twin cities should be bustling this evening with the twins getting started at 10 after 6 and the vikings at 7 reminder you can hear tonight's vikings game and all of your vikings action right here on this very station 106.5 fm and also on 560 a.m we are the northland fan and pa last weekend dave Kind of thought he was part of the Northland fan again as well because he was with us in the flesh.
1: Yeah, no, that was really cool, Brian. You know, sometimes you think what you've seen on TV is what you're going to get. You know, kind of seeing the the tie and the suit and the polish. Yeah, we PA, didn't get that. No, PA just came in like a guy who had finished uh, finished a 100-mile bike ride.
0: But well, he kind of had. He had finished a charity run, and he ran right into the studio after that.
1: But it, it was so cool to have, you know— so we've talked about Bobby Acosta the first time Bobby came in with the suit and the briefcase ready to break down X's and O's and how we were able to, in the 10 minutes, have him shut his briefcase, right? Have PA come in kind of like that to start with. That was cool.
0: Absolutely. Our goal in conversation is not to feel like you need to be having a briefcase or in a job interview. It's more or less... Guys or gals kicking back, maybe having a beer and enjoying some sports conversation. Best place to do that is Hoops Brewing. Dave Hoops is on the phone. He's with us in just a moment. Before we do that, though, lots of love for Hoops Brewing, but also our other sponsors.
1: Absolutely. Let's start with Kohler Toyota and Kohler Hyundai, Pure B Resort, Stewart's Bike Sports and Trophies, the Mount Royal Bottle Shop, Avenue 45, the Blackwoods Group, including Tavern on the Hill up by the Colleges, Blackwater downtown, the locations in Two Harbors and Proctor and right on London Road. Sammy's Pizza, Advantage Emblem and Screen Printing, Krauss Heating and Cooling, your carrier HVAC authorized dealer for our area, Arola Architecture Studios, OAR Holdings, and Hoops Brewing. Absolutely, and again, our friends at Comfort Systems, they too are part of the Northland Sports Page sponsorship
0: family. They invite you to sign up for a service appointment. Do it online and mention you heard it right here on the Northland Sports Page. When you do, you'll receive $20 off that appointment. You can find it all at ComfortSystemsDuluth.com. And Blackwater reminds you that every Wednesday is Healthcare Professionals Day with a valid work badge in the healthcare industry. You'll receive 20% off your food and drink for that day. The deal is available in the lounge and on the patio. And again, on Wednesday's live music, courtesy of Paul Metza. You can enjoy such greats at Blackwater as June and January, all the smoke or fondue for two, which again, I've done for one. So, you know, memo to all my fellow fat guys out there, it can be done. But again, Saturday today, Hoops Brewing, Dave is right around the corner Mount Royal in conjunction with him, 10% off Hoops products on Saturdays for our show.
1: Yeah, and once again, today's supposed to be a scorcher out there. What better day to have a nice cold uh, Hoops in your hand? Pick your poison, whatever flavor you like, uh, and put your feet up and enjoy coming up to one of the last hot days of summer. Absolutely. Hang on
0: to summer while you can. We're going to hang on to Dave Hoops and get him for a segment today because Dave Cook, again, we've marveled at how great last Saturday was. And there's been a number of times where I thought, I'm not sure that could have gone any better. From a show standpoint, it was awesome. From a hospitality standpoint, it was awesome. Getting to talk to PA in person, getting to meet Tatum Everett, you know, Nick Stolman doing all the great things he did, it was tremendous. But we forgot our right-hand man wasn't available. It, it would have been better if Dave Hoops could have been there with us.
1: Wouldn't it have been fun to have Dave ask the questions that he likes to ask in his casual nature? And he and PA, I think, would have hit it off.
0: I think there's no question about that. Plus, maybe we could have really surprised them if Dave Hoops would have brought some of his delicious product down. Oh, yeah. But right now, we're going to have the delicious product that is his sports takes and just good to talk to him. Welcome back from the south of France, Dave Hoops. Great to have you back. Good morning.
2: Oh, good morning, guys. Uh, And thanks for that uh, glowing little bit of love there. It was a terrible thing I had to miss, but um, great show and, and I'm thrilled to be back.
0: Now, the first segment, if you heard it, was talking about taglines or slogans for our teams. Now, I believe Hoops Brewing still has the tagline of for real.
2: Is that correct? That is correct, yeah.
0: All right. So what do you think the importance of taglines is in the business world? Because we talked about, you know, McDonald's, have it your way, or you deserve a break today. Have it your way is obviously Burger King. McDonald's is morphed to I'm loving it. But there are just so many slogans that we remember when you were starting Hoops Brewing, did did that even cross your mind, or is that an afterthought?
2: Oh, uh, not really. Um, it, it crossed my mind a lot. You know, one of the interesting things is I had a bunch of uh, smarter people than myself tell me, for example, that I couldn't have a sports theme. I couldn't have black and green as my as my colors. They were just all wrong for people's psyche. And then, of course, the uh, the logo is you know, or the the for real, the independent brewery. I I got uh, schooled a lot that those weren't right to go with, and I did it anyway. And uh, we talked a lot about it, but we really believe that, you know, you kind of are who you say you are, and you show that in in some of these uh, logos and and slogans and such. I've got one for the the entire thing, for the show. Absolutely. uh, Uh, I'm all ears
0: for that. If it's Brian, shut up. I'm not going to like it, but go ahead.
2: No, it's not for your show. It's for today's, uh, your theme. But, um, you know, I just, as we were thinking, you know, there's all this complaining about our different sports that we have to like and this and that. I was laughing when I was listening. But, you know, either we are a major league city or more better, we have the major league. That's the end of the story. We have all the major league sports. We, you know, we're lucky here in Minnesota where, you know, other states don't have all that. You know, quit complaining. We have them all. I do like
0: that because, you know, your your cell phone faded a little bit there, but I caught what you were saying. It it is important to have not only the big four as we do, but, you know, we also have the Lynx, we have the Loons. There's lots of things that we could have continued. Taglines on the Lynx would have been simple. Winning is fun. I told you Minnesota could do it. That would have been my tagline for the Lynx. The Loons, I would have said, I still need to learn what this sport is all about. But, Dave, you make a great point because having that many sporting teams to support is important. It's kind of one of those could be worse, could be Wisconsin. They've got three, right? It
1: could be worse. That's great. That's, that's what it should be. Could be worse, right?
0: Dave I, Cook, you wanted to jump in. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, I was just thinking the other thing that Dave has told us 100 times is how he was told that you can't just put numbers on your beer cans. It's got to have a name. And, uh, you know, he, Dave's, Dave's uh, product for the most part is numbers. Uh, and he throws some fun names on them to def- define the number, you know.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Oh, Dave Hoops, your, your beers are, you know, the important thing for me is the flavor, but the numbers have caught on over time as well.
2: Well, the fun thing is that, you know, I have a theory that we're confusing the public uh, a lot with some of these, what I consider to be silly names that really have nothing to do with beer. And uh, when we put the numbers on, I'm having fun with the number, just giving it kind of a moniker, but really it's about the style of beer which is never confusing, and that makes it easy, and then plus I get to amuse myself by putting number 10 on things.
0: Absolutely. I think if we ever do come up with the Northland Sports Page beer, which we've talked about, I think our number needs to be 1065. Oh, so, nice. So people know where to find us. So the uh, beer number, if we ever come up with the NSP Logger or whatever we choose to call it, it'll be number 1065, so they know the FM frequency to find us. Good to have you back on it. Vikings preseason game two tonight. We talked about this last week. Obviously, again, unfortunate you couldn't be there. But, you know, takeaways from preseason games. I don't think there's anybody in the middle, and most of us should be. You get people that, you know, say, wake me up in a few weeks when it matters. And then you get people that saw the Vikings lose to Seattle a week ago Thursday and say, well, this team's going to be terrible, and this guy's not good, and this guy's not good. And you go, how do you know at this point? It's part of my problem with NFL draft analysis. They proclaim the day after in the middle of April whether a team's going to be good or not. What's your take on preseason game two and preseason football in general?
2: Well, I'm really glad you asked me that because I am going to the game. Nice. So that there's my take, um, and uh, I believe that you know somebody was saying yesterday that they're not going to play any starters or whatever. And I I don't care. I just going down and, and feeling it and seeing everybody playing and seeing who like our backups are going to be. I think I'm glad it's, I believe it's only three games now. And I hope I write yep, about that. That's I'm, correct. I'm yep. happy about that. Yep. Um, and I'm completely fine with that. But what it gets going is the juices are flowing because it's football season. Football season is, is what it's all about. I'm a hockey guy, but boy, do I love football. And so this is just kind of filling time to make it like closer. And in the meantime, the twins continue to stay in first place. It's coming up on that time of the year where it's, it's the, the sweet spot for sports. I couldn't so agree I'm more because
0: I'm going to be down in the area today too, but it's going to be Ryan Arola and myself are going to be nearby to you at Target field, watching the twins and pirates. And, and this is kind of the fun time of year because you get into that mode of, of fall sports are coming, the NFL and college football and prep football and prep soccer, you know, cross country running, tennis, swimming, what have you. Lots of things are getting started But at the same time, you don't have to let go of the fun that's been summer. And, you know, Major League Baseball for me is one of the biggest parts of fun of the summer. Dave's more analytical when it comes to preseason football, just as you were (laughs) at practice last Saturday. You are kind of under the microscope with some of the kids.
1: Yeah, no, I think that um, I think there's a lot of real interesting and a lot of really frustrating stuff going on uh, with the kids. And and seeing them tonight, uh, Dave, is going to be real interesting because... There are some battles that, you know, I might even send you a quick text afterwards. I'm real interested in seeing, uh, you know, some of these defensive backs. And so I hope that you get a chance to see some good uh, some good offensive skills. I hope that you get a chance to see the kid from BYU play quarterback behind an offensive line that can stop me, you, and Brian. Um, so what are you most looking forward to, to tonight's
2: game? Well, I've never been to the stadium. So oh. that's number one for me. Yeah, I know it's hard to believe, but I've I missed a few opportunities to go. But that is my my number one. For me. Number two, the the people I'm going with, I'm looking forward to hanging out with. And then um, this might sound a little bit cheesy, but I am wearing um, my wife's jersey tonight, which of course fits me just fine. Yeah, it's, that's that's, awesome. that's pretty
0: special. That's that's pretty cool on a number of levels. Um, obviously, the late great Laura Hoops was tremendous, and for you to have that on is extra special. And then the other two things I'm in with you as far as that goes, I've been to a couple preseason games in my life, and it was mainly to be in the building. Sometimes it was to enjoy the concessions, if I'm being completely honest. But with a place like U.S. Bank Stadium, which is now enjoying still the honeymoon phase that Target Field once had, it was let's just be there and whatever happens, happens. And, and the good news with a preseason game is if you know something bad does happen in terms of losing a game, you're not going to lose sleep over it preseason is one of those things where you know get everybody out of there healthy that's the goal
2: yeah yeah it's, it's going to be great and it just kind of came up and i've got a really got a really exciting weekend so by filling the day-to-day with this going down and back and going to the game i'm i'm completely mentally engaged in this and i am getting ready for a bunch of drafts, including the ones that you're running. Yes. So, um, you know, I could see some players out there. It'd be great.
0: I really hope we can get that one cemented down. If you will, there's been a lot of push towards next Sunday, which would be the 27th of August. I would love to draft that day. And I've already gone through a number of mock drafts. Not that it's going to make me any better, but that's one of those things where I do that just to get in that mode. It's, it's kind of fun to do some of the mock drafts online because they only take five, 10 minutes and it's just fun to see where you end up and what your team is going to look like. So there's plenty of excitement, around football season, around the stretch of baseball season. Dave Hoops, you mentioned mentally engaged. You've always got to be that for Dave Cook's questions. He is ready today.
1: All right, guys, here's, here's the, the first question, and it's a little bit more woo-woo, right? Okay, so we know that football brings ca- uh, f- fall and back to school brings fall. So take those two things out of it. Guys, when do you start to feel that fall's on its way?
2: <laughs> oh boy. Um, no, great question, Dave. And I unfortunately am not your typical Duluthian, even though I've lived it forever. Um, I don't like the slightly cooler summers and I don't like the winters. I, I'm fine with them. But so um, I'm already dreading it now. <laughs> so as soon as I see the first leaf change, it's in my head. There, there's my answer.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of close to that. I kind of felt it last night, to be honest, and people will say, well, why? It's supposed to be 85 today, and, and yesterday was warm, too. For me, fall becomes different when it gets dark so soon. Like, I really enjoy taking my walks, as I mentioned, but what I enjoy during the summer is I get off the day job at 5. If I want to go for a walk at 5.30, I can. If I want to chill out for a while, or maybe I want to get you know into the nitty-gritty of the Twins game, or if they're starting early, sometimes you can let a Twins game finish, and you can start a walk at 8.30 at night and still be plenty fine. Well, last night I, I went for a substantially long walk at quarter to eight, got home about 8.30, and it's a good thing I did because by about 8.32 it was pitch black outside. So for me, fall begins with, hey, there's not that much daylight anymore, or people get annoying starting to post about pumpkin spice everything, and that's <laughs> fall annoyance for me.
1: You know, the okay. Dane and I were talking, and you know one of the things, the, the small things that starts leading – Tribute Fest is next weekend. Yeah, and once Tribute Fest hits at uh, Bayfront, it's like, all right, so summer's done. So that was that. But
0: I will tell you this real quick. One of the best parts is that first weekend where there is high school football on Friday, college football on Saturday, and then the NFL on Sunday. That ushers in fall and. No matter how you feel about saying goodbye to summer, that always feels cool to me.
1: Yeah, well, it didn't feel cool last year, Brian. We ushered that first football game in full sun in a, in a room that didn't have windows. We did. It was like we did. sauna. All right, so uh, the next question, and, uh, and um, do you want me to go beer or do you want me to go sports?
0: I want you to go wherever your little heart desires.
1: All right, so we talk about uh, players and, and how I like the draft and, and whatnot, and Brian always rolls his eyes like, just happened. Um, but, okay, then when is it time to either get excited about a player, or maybe start going? Oh man, I don't know if this kid's any good. When does that happen? I mean, what does it take for you guys oh. to see that?
2: Well, it's it's, it's the draft, I, you know. And, and I'm okay if I say this now, I'm it's not gonna you're not gonna believe it, but I was going on and on and on and on to everybody that listened to me on the JJ's draft year. Um, just about how unbelievably good this kid was going to be and nobody was paying attention, and he had 120 catches. It was all pretty obvious, right? I, I'm not a genius. But then when the Vikings got him, I, was, I thought we'd won the lottery, and this was long before other people, or at least other people that I knew, were talking about it to me. So I, I start on the draft. You were mentioning this BYU kid, and I start following from there, and I don't really give up on players until they really give me three or four good reasons to do so.
0: All right, so my question before I answer is, is this specific to football or is this sports?
1: You can do sports. Okay, because... For me, I was thinking football, but...
0: Because for me, then, it's season two. Because not everybody's going to blow the doors off and be rookie of the year, and you might see the learning curve. Or there's the Marty Cordovas of the world that are going to have a tremendous rookie year, and then after that, you're going to go, who? So I look at it as, you know, who did they play behind? How much did they play? What were they asked to do, and did they do it well? Well... J.J. obviously became wide receiver one, and it's a crazy situation where you can say the Bills and Vikings both won that trade, and he's been tremendous. Well, last year's draft has been declared a complete joke since pretty much the day after the draft, and then I thought it was, okay, this is why I don't like the draft, because as much as it's good in life to be proactive rather than reactive, I hate that the Viking fan base is proactive in criticism. We are looking for things to be mad yes, about we before we even have the chance to be. Well, now you're going into year two for a lot of those guys, and Andrew Booth Jr. looks lost. Lewis Seen is finally getting an opportunity. He's going to be interesting because it's still year one in his world, but yeah. year two of him belonging to the Vikings, so to speak. So I look at you know that proverbial sophomore slump, or is it sophomore emergence? What did you do in year number two?
1: Yeah, for me, it's always it's a, see. I love the kids, but I'm like Dave, right? in that when I see the kids, I'm super excited until they do something, usually in year two, that either makes this gigantic step or Andrew Booth Jr. makes a nice play, intercepts a football, and then throws a football at a Tennessee Titan bench and then does the whole thing, and you're like, okay, you're not understanding what it is you're Right,
0: doing. and somebody like Brian Asamoah is going to be that ultimate teeter-totter where he looks like he could have a chance and he's going to get that chance. What's year two going to look like?
1: Yeah, or, or Nwangu, who those two guys just haven't stayed healthy this year.
0: Well, and there's a difference between being a kick returner and a legitimate running back. We'll yeah. see what that looks like 100%. too.
1: 100%. Okay, so this is a question that's been getting on the This is your last week. one, okay. Yes. All right, so we've talked about all these different kinds of beer. Aaron and I were talking about the different fruit beers. Dave, what's the hardest beer to make?
2: Oh, I'm glad you asked me that. I can tell you the easiest beer to make, and I'll, I'll keep the question brief, but by far the hardest beers to make are, are tremendously um, meticulous German lagers. They, uh, they take the most time. You can't hide any flaws, any off flavors, anything in them. And in order to make a perfectly tasting beer, it almost has to be a perfectly brewed beer. They are, and many brewers don't even bother making them because they're expensive to make and hard to make. So, that's that's a one hundred percent easy one for me to answer.
1: So then, Brian, I was going to ask you since you're not a beer maker, I wanted to ask you what's the hardest beer to drink? Not not like it goes down funny, but. When you see it's available, do you say like if in Dave's situation, if you knew you were going to run into a logger from a company that, yeah, well, maybe you didn't trust them 100%. When you look or when I get a cola, right, they say have a cola and I'm a Coke drinker. And so it's always a red flag when somebody says we have cola. Is there a beer style or whatnot that you go, I know Dave makes this good, but I don't trust anybody else.
0: Yeah, there are a couple of those, um, both under the same family. You know, the most popular beer, it seems, and Dave, hopefully you can back me up on this one, in society is the IPA. And I look at IPAs and I go, ah, it's pretty rare that I find one that I like. The Hazy's are the closest, but the Hazy versions, Dave Hoops, I'll get your info on this, those are ones that I think you do well and some other places do well, but as a whole, they're not always good.
2: Um, you're, you're right about IPAs being the most popular. I, I was going to... You really nailed it there because the last part of my answer was IPAs are by far the easiest beer to make because you can, you can drive a dump truck into the glass and, and hide it in there because the flavor profile is so uh, unbalanced and over the top. And there's nothing wrong with IPAs. That's why people love them. But they're, they're not very difficult to make because it's kitchen sink. Um, as far as the hazes go... Um, you're just sweetening it up a lot and providing a lot softer version of the bitter hops, which people really enjoy. So that's a great answer on your part.
0: I think that's accurate. I got one more for you guys, and I thought of this last night on said walk as it was getting darker and darker, and the uh, daylight that wasn't there kind of signaled to me again that summer's fading fast. Real quick, because we are behind in terms of time, but we'll scramble through buy or sell today to make up for it. Real quick, what's something, whether you've done it before in your life or not, is somewhat irrelevant. But what's something you haven't done yet this summer? If it's as simple as, hey, you're going to U.S. Bank Stadium tonight, Dave, or maybe you haven't been to Target Field yet this summer. What's something you haven't done this summer that you'd like to do before it's over?
2: Glad you asked. Um, I've always wanted to skydive, and I am um, going to do it tomorrow. Wow. So that wow. was
0: right. No wonder you said you have a really busy weekend.
2: Yeah, I can't wait. And I've taken up today, all the hours in today lead to tomorrow. And boy, you it's like we talked about this. You served that up. I've always wanted to do this. And that's tomorrow morning. So thanks for that. You
1: know what Dave needs is a busy weekend.
0: Right. He, he's got such a calm <laughs> demeanor. You know, he just flew in from France and boy, are his arms tired, but now he's going to skydive as well. What about you? What What haven't you done this summer that you want to, whether it be a new experience or something you've done, but not yet this year?
1: Well, I can tell you about something that, that we were going to do that kind of got messed up by some family responsibilities. And frankly, that's Tribute Fest. Tribute Fest for Dana and I has always been fun because as it gets later is, is when the bands that we kind of like to hear and, and the bag chairs and sitting around singing along with, you know, we don't get time together at all. And so Tribute Fest has always been something that we like to do. And this year, we're not going to be able to do it.
0: So for me, this is kind of cheesy, but I hope we get to pull this off because I've always enjoyed it, even though it doesn't involve leaving my hometown. I haven't been on the Vista yet this summer. And whether it's for a booze cruise or just a nice trek around the lake on a beautiful day, hopefully we have some left. It's something that my wife and I think of on occasion, but not often enough. And I thought of it last night going, you know, I'm due to get back on that. But speaking of getting back, we got you back, Dave Hoops. Always good reasons to go back to the brewery. Mondays, trivia. Tuesdays, cribbage. Thursdays, still spinning the vinyl. What did I miss?
2: Nothing. Um, you know, um, although we do have guava, we hear guava coming up. And we've got the brand new uh, UK pale ale on tap, which is really, really good. Come on in for that. You've
0: always got great things going. You have a great weekend. Safe travels to U.S. Bank Stadium tonight. And obviously, safe travels out of the sky tomorrow. Thank you, Dave Hoops. We'll take the money and run. Welcome back to the Northland Sports Page. Brian Prudhomme, Dave Cook. It is time to play buy or sell. It goes like this. I'm going to give a statement for each of the four major leagues. If you agree with what I'm saying, you say buy, you tell me why. If you disagree, you say sell, and you tell me why. Dave Cook, you are responsible for the order. Footnote, as it would segue nicely in hour number two, could you do the baseball piece last?
1: Yeah, 100%. That's easy enough. And in honor of Dave Hoops, let's do the Vikings first then.
0: All right, so the NFL is actually not about the Vikings at all unless you include the fact that it's a former Viking. So the New York Jets have continued their push for the all-NFC North team of old and signed Delvin Cook this week. With that, the offense looks pretty good. Buy or sell that you would call the New York Jets the new favorite in the AFC East?
1: Sell. I think that they're going to be really good, but this is one of those times, you know, like you can have really good soup, right? and somebody says, you know what would be good in that is some salt or some flavoring of what kind, and you can toss a little bit too much in, and, and the soup's not good anymore. Right. And what we don't know is trying to create the, like you said, the NFC North All-Star team from three or four years ago, there's some really good chemistry right now in New York. How does Delvin Cook help that? Like, it doesn't seem that that they needed that, so now you brought in another guy, another high-priced guy that's kind of used to being the man. How does... How does that work? So not until I see that, I don't think they're the new favorite. I still think they're a heck of a playoff team, but I don't think they're the favorite.
0: Well, and I sell it as well simply because it would mean the Buffalo Bills all passed away. I think that's the favorite in the AFC East, and I feel like Dave Cook when I say that because you used to be firmly entrenched on the Bills bandwagon. I do think they'll have it a little tougher this year, but I still think that's the best team in that division. To go with what you said, part of why I sell it is there is some good chemistry in the Jets right now, but this is training camp. How's that chemistry going to go when they actually lose a game or a little adversity pops up or both? Because Aaron Rodgers hasn't been blessed in handling that well. Now, it's going to be interesting to see him play in a place where he looks like he wants to be there because I'd argue that the last three seasons in Green Bay, that, that wasn't happening. But, you know, this also reminds me a little bit of when Daniel Snyder signed everybody. yeah, And all of a sudden, Washington was supposed to be great. Well, it had no cohesion at all. And they were a bunch of good players that made a really lousy team. You can't call it the unfinished business mantra of the team that, you know, got to the championship game and failed and then ran it back because this isn't run it back. This is all kinds of new characters, granted new characters that have played together elsewhere because Rodgers brought a slew of former Packers with him. But I'm just not sure this is going to work enough to win that division. I'm with you. Maybe a wild card team.
1: Yeah, I think that the, the thing about bringing in all those Packers and now Delvin, who's kind of an honorary Packer, is, um, Well, there could literally be a division like in and that wouldn't be a hard thing to even imagine is that the Packer players, the ex Packers are like, this isn't how we play the game. And then they just kind of slough off like an iceberg.
0: Here's the thing. If the New York Jets were in either of the South divisions, yes, they win it. The AFC East isn't terrible. I still think Tua and company could have something to say. Yes. And the Bills are still better than the Jets. Yep. Where to next? Uh, Let's go to the NBA. Okay, you've already brought this up, and I told you it would come up again. I told you off the air it would come up again. But for the second week in a row, buy or sell with the NBA involves Timberwolves jerseys. Last week, it was about Anthony Edwards' number change. This week, the Timberwolves unveiled their new City Connect jerseys, or whatever they're called now. And we've kind of chastised other jersey selections by Minnesota teams over the recent weeks and years. The Minnesota Timberwolves, buy or sell that you like the new look?
1: So uh Hermantown hockey fans are gonna know what I'm gonna say because if you take the new Timberwolves uniforms, you slap a North Star Ford sticker on it someplace, you have the Hermantown hockey warm-up jerseys that they that they use during the season. I in a way, they're okay because of the of the unique 3D-ish nature of water, um, because it's new, but I don't like them at all. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't, They and that's the first thing I said. I said, Dana, look, Hermantown's warm-up jerseys are now being worn by the Timberwolves. So you're selling that you I like them. I am selling. Okay, so
0: I've given quirky responses lately. I've done the whole, can I buy it on clearance? I'm going to give you a new one today. This is buy or sell, but let's say I was online shopping. With this one, can I add to cart and then forget to submit to buy it? <laughs> because it's, and, and you know, you get the email that, hey, did you forget this? And yep. I probably would, because here's the thing. There's been so many strong opinions about other jerseys. The Vikings going back to that classic look is awesome. The Twins' new uniforms kind of got maligned in the beginning, and, and they've grown on you like a fungus during the season. You just kind of got used to them. The Timberwolves, I think, did the ultimate middle ground here. Okay, they're fine. I don't like them. I don't hate them. They're fine. I'm not going to buy them because I don't like the look of NBA jerseys. I, I don't have a physique that really needs to be wearing one, to be honest. I don't, I don't really understand who does. But some of the stuff with the logo and the color scheme, like I've seen that there are quarter zips and sweatshirts and other things available. And I'm like, you know, that looks kind of nice compared to some of the other Timberwolf stuff that I have. But this is really, really middle ground. So I think I would click on it and go, do I really want to spend the money? Nah, just leave it there.
1: I think that someday, Brian, we're going to have a ranking of the city jerseys. Yeah. And like, I love the Grays. Somebody on
0: Twitter's already done that a bunch.
1: I love the Grays and and the rest of them. I could See, and one.
0: I liked the neon green. I liked the Gatorade look that yeah, they had back in the different. day. All right, so the next so one. So hockey's next because yes. we're doing baseball last on purpose. So NHL.com had their fantasy stat projections come out this week. And I saw that Kirill the Thrill is projected to finish the season with 110 points. Wow! If he does, that would be a career high. Buy or sell that that number's too high.
1: Buy, that number's too high. You know what has to happen for him to hit that number? rossi has got to be his center and playing like we think he can. And I really want him to do that. Like, I like the kid. I like all the moxie that he's had to get through stuff. I don't know if he's ever going to be a number one center. If he is, that number's reachable. If it's Hartman, I don't think it is. See,
0: and you make an interesting point, very similar to how I feel about it. I'm going to buy that that's too high as well. Number one, I'm not convinced that he's necessarily going to be healthy enough to be out there every night to put up that kind of number. There has been an issue now with injuries recently. But the biggest point you made, and I'm right with you, is where's the help going to come from? And that can go one of two ways. If he's the only guy that can be counted on to score and he's still able to, he might have a ton of points because the next guy behind him might have 40. You know, the 110 will really stick out. But is there going to be enough attention needing to be paid to somebody else for Carrillo to have enough space to be that big of a factor?
1: That is a question. It's a great question. What's the over-under on his points? Because it could literally be 85.
0: Right, and 110 seems awfully high. I'll tell you what, I would think, who knows, but I would think if Carrillo has 110, we're going to have a much happier wild season than most people believe. Agreed. So Major League Baseball to close it. Pablo Lopez was amazing again last night. His August ERA, some people have blood alcohol contents that are right there with it. It's zero I think, 0.36 or something like that. Now, that's dangerous. I'm not going to recommend that no matter how much I like products from Hoops or Mount Royal Bottle Shop. But the ERA is minuscule. So we've had this discussion before, Dave, so I'll have this be quick and we'll elaborate on it in hour number two. If, and it's a monumental if, if there is a Minnesota Twins postseason game number one, buy or sell that you hand the ball to Pablo Lopez.
1: Where is it? Is it at home or if it's on the road? I do not give road, you that. If it's on the road, I hand it to Sonny Gray. If it's at home, yeah, I think I hand it off to Lopez.
0: I think that's the interesting piece, not necessarily locationally speaking, but Sonny Gray is the other option. It's going to be, do they owe it to Sonny Gray as a veteran presence and as a guy who you know, is as pitched in New York of all places and could handle environments kind of like you're saying? Or I'm going to buy that they hand it to Pablo because you go with the hot hand and right now he's it but I also think it would be a little bit of flexing by felvi Levine, yep. and Rocco to say everybody has just ripped this trade to shreds. Luis Arise is still having a fabulous season. Forget the push for 400. He's down to 360 now, but he's been great, but so what? Our guy has too, and look at us now.
1: Yeah, no, that's very true, right?
0: So I think it's very possible that that's going to happen. The big thing will be, will the postseason happen for the Twins? We're going to talk a lot more about that To start off hour number two, we went a little long in hour number one, so we'll take the long way home. When we come back, more Twins Talk. Brian Prudhomme, Dave Cook. Stick around. We'll be right back.